From Breaking Bad to Calling Soul, agents led by Son of Call. Oh, Game of Thrones, who's the next to die? House of Cards is full of lies. Supergirl just flew on by. We're chilling, watching Netflix. How much time's gone by? We're talking TV. From suits to supernatural. Talking TV. Blacklist and the Rebels. Sherlock's Big Bang with Orphan Black. True Detective bombed at second crack. The Walking Dead. Arrow and the Flash. Yeah, well, because, you know, you had set me the challenge. You said, look, we're recording Monday, so you got watch everything Saturday night. And I said, look, knowing knowing myself, I'm going to start Friday, which I didn't. I started Saturday, but that's fine. And I, I so bravely, so cockily sent Ben a photo of Barry looking at the camera, like a still shot of him just sort of looking a bit funny. And I said, this is Barry judging you, Ben, for doubting me and my ability to watch everything before. And this is about, I don't know, 11.30, 12 o'clock on Saturday night. It was midnight. I want to say five minutes after I sent that to you, I was asleep on the couch. And that was the start of the episode. That so is hilarious. I finished The Flash yesterday morning and uh, and did Legends and Arrow last night. But I'm, I'm done. Excellent. I don't know if you can see this, Terry. You probably no, you can't. It's, you're too far away. I'll, I'll have to show, show you later. Yeah, you show. You show. This is the uh, this is the photo that he sent. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm going to give you the opportunity when you see this photo. You got to post this on the website, Mitch. Yep. I want to know if Terry says the same thing that I thought. And I was going to text back, but it just I was in a stupor and didn't. His text TV's me. crooked. Uh no, it's a curved screen. Oh, okay. yeah. And I think he's drunk, so okay. I think that that doesn't help. But but what would but what would be the thing that you would comment on first? That would think that I would comment on flowers. The photo to me is Barry squinting to see you <laughs> past the foliage blocking the screen. <laughs> what is that? Uh, Why, how can you even... They're the flowers that my parents got my oh, wife for her 30th birthday last week. I thought week. that was... Because your, your screen is a little bit f***ed. I actually thought that was part of my the f***edness. Screen, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, okay. What is that? Yeah, that's a bunch of flowers. Is it? In front of the screen. Okay. It better be because apparently they were very expensive. <laughs> that so. is ridiculous. Well, expensive. They've, they've cost you your viewing experience no, for didn't. a start. Well, they didn't. <laughs> I, for for a minute, because I, you know, it was very late for me as well. I thought for a second I was looking through three D glasses or something, and that was actually foliage in the foreground coming out of your beautiful TV. I'm like, wow, how has he done that three D? Oh no, he's got a there's flowers in front of the screen. And then I guess you know it's taken you so long to actually watch TV. Maybe there's a chance that you know. When a civilization, you know, in the, like those weeds. future apocalyptic movies, you know, when civilization leaves a city, the greenery grows back. <laughs> started foliage just started growing around your screen. Yeah, because you never watch it. Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> anyway, that's all good. Let's uh, let's get straight into this because I have to say, after a Pitiful week one. Yes. I was pumped last night. I got so much to say. Oh, did you watch it last night as well? Yeah, I watched everything. Okay. All of it yesterday afternoon into the evening and oh man, am I excited. So It was much better. Yeah, so we've got four episodes this week. Mitch, you're going to whack up all the time codes, so anyone who wishes to skip will move around the place can do so. That's right. Yep, so look out for those. And let's just get straight into Supergirl. 
It's a superhero kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> well, the episode is titled We Can Be Heroes, so everybody, everyone gets a crack, everyone gets a mask and a cake. Yep. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> First of all, I want to go back to Terry's hit prediction last week that he's the prince. Yep. All I can see Mon-El now... Monel we're talking about. Yeah, sorry, yes. Monel's the prince. All I can see now is Monel the prince. <laughs> Everything he says, I'm like, ooh, that, that could be a bit princely. <laughs> Could that mean something? And I went... Did anybody else go back and, and watch his first interaction or the flashback no. of him on the on the planet? No. I did. Uh, yeah, and? Yeah, it was episode four. took me a while to find. And, um, yeah, it actually... It could be. It, Plus, it was his flashback, so he really... <clears throat> Sorry, he only gave his version of events <clears throat> anyway, so he could have just said, I was talking to the prince, but when really... Well, it, yeah, I think it was a genuine flashback from that point of view. Um, but there was something interesting said, uh, why won't you ever listen to me? This is what the the uh, the prince prince on there said... Uh, uh, finally obey one of my orders or uh, now you'll finally maybe listen to one of my orders. I got the feeling that maybe in, instead of being the prince or the one of the prince's guards or whatever, the head guard, what if he was the brother? Mm, he could have been. So his older brother was the prince and he was just the younger brother or the older brother. He could have even been the older brother and still not have been prince for some weird reason. Because when they come back from the flashback, Kara says, oh, I heard he was a rich um, playboy who slept with all the women or something like that. And then you went to Monel's face and he had kind of a little look on his face like, oh, I think he had some redeeming qualities as well. And I went, oh, Terry's right. <laughs> Terry's right. So I don't quite know the convoluted way they're going to get around that conversation between the prince yeah. and him, if he is the prince, but I think you're definitely onto something. Yeah. It's about time. It's a very long-winded <laughs> way of me saying I agree, I agree with you. <laughs> jump on the jump on while the train's just starting to take off. I'm jumping on. <laughs> Mitch, you on board? Uh, yeah, no, I reckon it's got to be somewhere. I mean, I'd like to point out the fact that, uh, that you know, the best piece of evidence is, is just how ridiculously handsome the bloke is, but this is a CW show. Like, everybody's good-looking. Good looking. Even yeah, The ugly villains are still very good-looking. I'm the new Superman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> is that what he said? Yeah, I'm the new Superman. Yeah, I'm yeah. the new one. It's like, yeah, I'll stop you there. Um, my first take out of this episode uh, was, I guess, out that we were sold that it was going to be the big bad, uh, Livewire, the return of Livewire. Yeah. And I just thought, I, I was immediately deflated because I thought, I freaking hated her last season. I thought mm. she was such a waste. And I was selling her at the start of this episode. Oh, that's Kara's nemesis. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Like, yeah, for, I thought that was one episode as well. Same. Yeah. And they just kept selling that until the point where it was revealed that Livewire wasn't actually the bad guy, that she was, you know, being source of her power from the bad guy. So it was just a bit of deception by the by the writers there because they were sort of not so much retconning but they were yeah trying to boost our memory a little bit and fabricate it and and I I, I don't know I I was happy with the, the if you're going to call it a twist that twist because I thought she was a pretty average villain from last season certainly and, not nemesis material yeah and hardly even bring back material you know yep. I I didn't think that she deserved it but anyway they they fixed that up. Yeah, the other chick who they got to play the clone looked exactly like her. Was that the same act or was it someone different? Because it looked... I, I was confused yeah, as well. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was the same chick. 
Yeah, I thought they'd almost cloned her or something. But yeah, it was a different actor. But I guess once they put on the white makeup and the white hair and stuff, they could yeah. probably just about make anyone look which, like her. And speaking of which, obviously there's a supply of white makeup in the prison too. Because while she's in jail, she still has the same white makeup <laughs> on her face. Well, is, like, is well her I don't think it's a white yeah. makeup. It's what happened to her. Like yeah, when she got she's, affected. She got all physically. Yeah. And yeah. apologies to to high pitch Maddie from the Geek Team, but that's where the it's a TV show really comes into it. First this week is that these guys travel through or she travels through electricity no matter what she's wearing it's like ah oh, it's anything she's touching can transport through you know so um, live well I thought she was average but she somewhat was. redeemed by the fact that she wasn't the main villain which I think is very strange that they redeemed a villain by making her not the villain but she's still not a good guy still wants to kill Supergirl yeah. but Supergirl's going to give her a and bit of a head start and she's now free essentially as well yeah because Kara let her go because that's exactly what you do when you spruik for the first 30 minutes of this episode that she's a murderer. She's a nemesis. She's my nemesis. Yeah, and but that's, that's one thing that I, I can see where they were going with it to try and get Carol riled up at the start and, you know, going off on a tangent. But then she has to, you know, go through that journey of discovering that maybe she was wrong about someone and all the rest of it. But in 40 minutes, it's quite a big journey to make in such yeah. a short amount of time. And I think that's one thing that... that a lot of times watching these shows where they they fall down but again it's it's yeah, it's a tv show um <laughs> it's it, i mean it's not a, it's not a feature length film they don't have that amount of time to see Kara you know wrestle with you know how she's feeling and all the rest but then finally come around it's like half a conversation ah, okay i'll let you go mm. yeah and the same as like finding out about um Jimmy and everything she's so high and mighty i actually hate that and that kind of bugged me in the episode. She's all high and mighty about Jimmy and she's high and mighty about Monel and Monel's not doing anything right and you're supposed to protect the people and and not protect me and but she's total crap and needs protecting anyway. I don't know. I that bugged me in that episode. She's just so high and mighty and knows everything about everything and knows how to be a superhero yeah. and everyone else is crap compared to her. That's- well high and mighty, I think the fact that they were almost <clears throat> at the same time playing up how Childish, she is probably for that. She's like, well, I can do this, but you can't do that just because you think you can do this, yeah. and still like you know playing so the the alpha role in a way. But then also at the end where she goes up to Monel and says, D- "Why can't we work together? Why can't why, why can't do do you like me?" And I'm yeah. like, "Are you an adult? Is that how adults go up and do you like me?" Like also, school I like stuff. you, but do you like like me? Oh, pff, no, I don't like like you. Well then, <laughs> well then maybe we maybe. We, do you not like me? Oh, icky. <laughs> and it was just a really weird conversation. I thought, oh, they're playing at the fact that she is this still, I guess, kind of young girl. She's, you know, still very alien, but at the same time, she is a fully grown adult. She's dealing with another alien that they should be able to converse a lot easier. I mean, this is, yes, on the CW. It's a little, it's it's very fluffy version of the Arrowverse uh, four shows, but at the same time, they're really intertwining these shows a lot more than what they have in all previous seasons. So I think the audiences are really blending over much more than they ever had before. So when The Flash can deal with a relationship, you know, a little uh, a, a tough or a little conversation like this a lot better and Arrow can do it and even Legends, if I guess they ever delve into that, could probably handle adult dialogue a little bit better than what they did in this episode. Yeah. Or is this just how the kiddies are talking these days? Oh, jeez. <laughs> hey, hey, I don't know. Maybe it is. <laughs> do you like me? Um, Alex, she seems to, you know, she's she works for the whatever it's called, but she's also, what, she's a scientist and she's a doctor because she's going to go and run tests. On she's whatever the show needs her to be week to week. <laughs> she's awesome. She <laughs> is awesome. <laughs> it's 
ridiculous. Like, and the first time... I'm going to run some tests. Yeah. <laughs> no, you've got literally 100 people that can do that for you. That's what they're there for. But then her girlfriend shows up, who I, I haven't looked into what her actual name is, but she Detective popped up. Hot. That's the thing. And she popped up and I'm like, oh, there's Detective Hot. And then I started looking at her and I'm like, oh, she is hot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Ben's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, no, you, you, you did touch on something that I wanted to delve into a little bit deeper there, Terry, with the fact that finally... Kara did find out about Jimmy. And it looked like we were going to get teased with the fact that she was kind of nearly going to find out and then she didn't when yeah. it's that stupid old cliche that I really hate where Kara goes in to see Jimmy. Jimmy's like, hey, you know what? I actually really did want to tell you something. And oh, she's and then like, she says something okay, that's one second. More. You know what yeah. I hate? Vigilantes, you know? And yeah. I'm trying to do a job and people that can't do it better than me and all this other stuff and metaphor, metaphor, metaphor that basically sum up exactly what he's trying to tell her. And it's, oh, yeah. anyway... What did you want to tell me? Yep. It's, oh, nothing. Like, I hate... They, it's, You'd almost it's so skip that overused. scene, couldn't you? Oh, absolutely. You'd always go, yeah, I know how that is. Bang, next. And that might have been where they got to. Because they, they knew that they wanted to get to a point in this episode where Kara did find out about Jimmy. Because it was literally the next thing. I think I'd no sooner written that note that I hate that this, this cliche, not just in this episode, but in all manner of film and TV. And then all of a sudden, a, admittedly, a really cool action scene between the two electricity villains of the week and Monel and Kara and then Jimmy as the Guardian shows up. Like, it was kind of a, a nice little, uh, neat little set piece, very cool visual effects and all that. But yeah, she found out almost as soon as she hadn't in the scene before. So I uh, I did kind of like to, that we can at least start to, to move on. And while you were talking about Kara being high and mighty, at the same time, Jimmy was being a little bit childish in the sense that not so much saying, I'm meant for this, but he actually uttered the words, I'm meant for this. That's fine. But it's like, I when he goes, I can go do this by myself. I'll go do this. I'll, I'll go take on these people. I'll go take on Livewire and whoever else if they knew she was the bad guy. Not at that stage. I'm like, I'll stop you there, Jimmy, because <laughs> up until this point, you've only fought bank robbers and thieves exactly. and, and whatever, you know, like street thugs. This is your first battle with a quote-unquote meta slash supernatural villain. And you got your ass kicked. And you didn't ever even actually fight them. You were in a fight that involved them and you still lost. Like, you haven't fought anyone of a meta power yet and yet you're claiming the high point over Kara that she can't tell you what to do. Which, yeah, okay, she's high and mighty, but she's still only playing, you know, uh, a protector of a friend of hers, someone that she did have feelings for and probably still does to an extent. So, I don't know. Everyone just needed to get their shit in check. But then they both turned on after that. Oh, well, you, you weren't protecting those people and... But that's what Guardian did. Guardian came in and got rid of the, the cops while Manel helped Supergirl. Yeah. But yeah, they both turned on him and said, you know, you weren't there to protect the people. And it's like, oh, for f***'s sake, leave him alone. <laughs> yeah, I was, leave I don't know about him you, alone. I was fully on his side <laughs> in that scene because yeah. he did do what, like we see uh, at The Flash, I'm not going to spoil anything, but Barry instructing Kid Flash what to do and what not to do. We've seen Kid Flash not listen. In that scene... Monel listened. He said, okay. And then he went to help. She's like, no, no, no. Help the people. That's your main... That's what you should be doing here. That's your goal. He's okay. And he did help them to a yep. point... I think even Jimmy showed up. He's like, okay, now I can go. Right, yeah. like you said. And I just needed her. She could be as angry as she wanted to be at him. I just needed her to say, look, thank you, but... Mm. You know, that's all. But she showed no appreciation, no realisation. She basically she just had a tanty. Yeah. That was yeah. it. Just a few little moments where they're just betraying the character a little bit, I think, you know. One thing I don't I don't agree, I agree with you guys, but I don't agree with Kara um, having a crack at them all, especially Jimmy. Um, one thing 
I was happy with, though, is by the end of the episode, she'd still had the shits with him. Because she started off the episode, she had the shits with, um, well, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and and her arch nemesis, uh, she was, that was the worst person in the world. She let her go. She kind of forgave um, uh, Monel. I was actually happy that she... The part, the storyline, kind of stuck to its guns a little bit with her still angry with Jimmy because if she'd, if she'd resolved all those things in forty yeah. minutes, yeah. I would have been like, "Come on, give me a break." <laughs> so I, I, to have some sort of tension lay over into the next one, I'm, I disagree with her reasons, but I'm happy from a storytelling point of view that it's still going to be happening. Yeah. Otherwise, where are the stakes? When you watch yeah. one of these episodes and you see people arguing in the first five or ten minutes, you're like, well, well, who cares? They'll be fine next week. Yeah. One of the best things that they've done, I think, is the subplot between um, Alex and Detective Hot. Because that has that endured over episodes and episodes. So we were constantly you know, getting involved with that. Kara seems to whiz in and crack the shits and solve things in five seconds. Yeah. It's too soon. Mm. It's too soon. And there was also uh, John Jones and is it Morgan? Yeah, Morgan. She was being psychically attacked. Yeah, so that was the whole. That was situation. cool. That was cool because that that really did <clears throat> drop the hint that shit's about to get real. Yeah, because did I thought that the White Martians somehow were gone as well? But I guess no. Yeah. If they won the war, then I guess they just yeah. Left it's weird and that went somewhere John they, Jones is never really. Or are they still on Mars? I, I guess so, I but know. it's weird that he's never spoken about them being a potential threat, but maybe that's to your point, that are we to have believed that they're on Mars and they can't get off Mars? They have great technology, but they don't have space flight. They, and if they do, they certainly can't travel to Earth and launch an invasion or anything like that. But the Or maybe point, they didn't care. He's here, she's here, we have got to believe that they can do that. So it's weird that, yeah, he's he's aware that she can get here. He's aware that, obviously, he's been on Earth for a long while. Why haven't the White Martians come along if they're such a, an, a, a dominating race? Why hasn't the Mars rover ever seen one? Yeah. yeah. And why is it after 300 years they've just decided to psychically attack her now, well, maybe they've been looking the TV for shows her. only just started. So, so did I um, hear a potential plot flaw with that whole situation as well? Just one. Just one. <laughs> at, at some point, John John Jones said, um, "Since the Martian War, he can feel them. He can always feel the White Martians." Oh, yeah, yeah. And but if he could feel them all the time, why is it he didn't know who she was yeah. when they met in the bar? But now all of a sudden, oh, I can feel them and I can feel her presence wherever she is. But he couldn't mm. at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, I want to know more. That's, that's a very good point and I don't think we've got an answer for you today. But, <laughs> <laughs> but on that, I want to know more about how all that worked because when he said that, I'm like, really? Was that some sort of torture that you were put through or some sort of mind control? Why... Why does that happen? And because Jason, um, my husband, thought, well, maybe he meant since she's given him his blood. And I said, but that's not what he said. He mm. actually said mm. since the war. Yeah. So he should have um, felt her the second she moved to town or, or he, whoever moved to that city first, um, you know, he should have felt her then. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. It's Yeah, it's going to be interesting. And again... It's these subplots. Well, not really subplots, I guess. They're going to be the big overarching 
story come the end of the season, no doubt. It'll be Mars Attacks. But <laughs> it, it's these sub-characters that are, that are keeping me interested. Supergirl, I almost want to not be there sometimes. Yeah, she annoys the shit out of me. Oh, and come on, where's Linda? <laughs> Where is she? All right, it's time to move on to <laughs> Flash, I think. <laughs> Dead or Alive is the episode. Does that mean anything to you guys? In a somewhat rant I'm feeling coming on, Benjamin? What? No. Just your tone. I don't, okay. No, 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 no. I felt like last night was, without being, was the crossover episode. Oh, yes. Oh, now I, know I, mean, yeah, I, yeah. I would have enjoyed... That was cool. I enjoyed last night's episode, oh, sorry, four episodes, way more than I did the Alien Invasion episodes. Yeah. Like, a billion times more. <laughs> and I'm like, why don't they crossover like this? This that, is awesome. That was very cool. How awesome is Cisco? Yeah, I'm glad that he's back to the old Cisco because that was a long stretch when he was angry at Barry. Yeah. Uh, at the beginning of this season. Like, I know it only lasted, what, nine episodes, I think, the first uh, the first half of this season. But that was really long of him. Just And I get it. You know, of course, his brother died as a result of Flashpoint <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. And it's not a good thing to find out about. Then Barry, you know, like conflicting ideals about what to change and what not to change and you know deep down that Cisco does agree with the method of not going back to change one thing for the risk of the bigger and the better but still that was a long time to suffer through Cisco not being the guy that we fell in love with uh, for the first two seasons and it's not even a matter of not wanting some kind of character development it was just you kind of know that he wouldn't agree with himself even outside of his grief or even within his grief to an extent he doesn't agree with what he's saying and it's like you just want to reach into the TV and shake this guy and go seriously do you yeah. understand the the complications of the effect of what you're asking people to do or to have done and things so I'm so glad that he's back and that he's just like whipping out superpowers all over the place now it's like oh by the way he can just yeah he can do that like when he he, he de- disarmed um Orphan Black may as well be. God, yeah. she looks a lot like Tatiana. She does. So many times. I had Gypsy. to pause it and go, is that Tatiana Maslane? Again, like I said last week, the greatest actress on TV. This could absolutely be her. You would never know. Yeah. But he disarmed her with like a, a a vibe little burst. And I'm like, since when can you do that? I could just you could open up bloody portals and shit. And all of a sudden you're, you're, you're pu- pushing out energy beams. It, actually, just to sideline, it would be interesting to n- see if that actor has been in Orphan Black playing a double, you know, for those scenes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Maybe. And if not, she producers, could, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, Cisco was awesome. I think it, at the start I was like, are you joking? It like, was it's, very it's, cheesy, wasn't it? It's t- Well, yeah, it's totally unbelievable that he would beat her. It's totally unbelievable. Actually, speaking of beat her, Yeah. right, the whole point of that challenge, it was fight to the death. Yeah. So how did he win? He didn't. Exactly. But he's like, oh, I've won. It's all over now. It's like, hang on. But you didn't kill her? That's how... That mm. was the challenge? Yeah. So that was a little I, bit... I guess she sort of said, well, your life is mine now. Kill me. And he said, nah, get up. We're going to go for dinner instead. In, <laughs> in a movie. Did you just make that whole scene up just now? Because I don't remember her saying, just kill me now. <laughs> no, he said... No, when she's on the ground, uh, he she says, HR is now yours as is my life. And he says, we don't roll like that in this world. And okay. then puts a hand and helps her up. Okay. 
He definitely had a lot of sass once he put those glasses on. He's like, oh, but homie, want to he... play like that? Oh, yeah, you, I can hit you like this all night, baby. It's like, what are you doing? I know <laughs> you're that guy in the group, but even yeah. you now are being too Cisco for Cisco. And why does he need them? Because the other Cisco didn't. Yeah, what are these glasses? I can't remember. I know they were made Because for he didn't him. need them. Like the other, the alternate Cisco, the other vibe that was doing us, he didn't need glasses. Yeah. So they made, I thought they made the glasses back then so that he could fight himself because he what he didn't have the, the powers just yet. Yeah. But now it seems to be he always needs them when he should just be able to do the vibing stuff without them. Maybe he just likes the idea of wearing his own costume. Maybe. Like Geordie from um, Next it. Gen, you know, with Stop the, it. the visor. Stop talking dirty to me. <laughs> <laughs> so you're throwing right over my head straight to Ben and just making him all kinds of uncomfortable. So they're, um, so they're, they're, they're going, they're having the fight. The fight was awesome. It was. As opposed to them having, I, I always criticise their fights in, in these shows where they're just pointless fights for the sake of having action. But this was awesome. They were having a fight through portals. They were in different worlds. They went into Catco, Catco which was, is cool. That was and the, did you hear the music change? Yeah. Did, yeah. Super Super Girl? Girl? yeah. Yep. That was great. <laughs> it was so good. But it was really cool. You're right. That's the sort of just little, little, little nuggets of crossover that yeah. makes this whole thing cool. Was the person in the office, and I thought, it would have been better if they'd chipped up and had Jimmy in there. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Paid a bit yeah, more money. Same. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. But was the girl who was in there Miss Test Marker? Yes. Yeah. So it was her. Yes. Yeah. Mm, yeah, and she'll do yeah. it for she'll do it for free catering and at the shoot. Yeah, at this but stage. she's gonna be she's gonna be someone in the future. I think she's gonna be bad. Yeah, that's she's not a bad. Yeah. You think she's gonna be a baddie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, she was Lex Luthor's assistant, wasn't she? In the, in the oh, 1978 movie. So, remember. yeah, it could be. Definitely could be. Yeah, she's definitely could be. It could be a little nod to the fans, but it could also be a little Easter egg for later. Yeah. Definitely. Maybe. Definitely. Uh, so, what else happened in this episode? Oh, not Iris. much. God. Oh, Iris. Yeah, there we go. She's so annoying. Well, because she knows she's going to die, she's doing stupid shit oh, and yeah. running around trying to, you know. Get stories say? and, and day is not my day to die. I or know, something. yes. <laughs> what? With the gun and I on her forehead. It's like far. But hang on a second. Your boyfriend and everyone that you know, except your dad, are doing things to change the future. So, actually, because you've gone and done this, today could be your day to die because. They're proving exactly. that you can change the future. <laughs> <laughs> you fool. And also just the, the point where she has argued with Barry for two and a half seasons now, or at least as long as uh, she's known that he's the Flash, to do things a certain way, don't put yourself in danger, yep. and made other people sort of come on her side of the argument to convince him to do things. He... Not even with Joe, but he goes to her and says, look, please don't do this, okay? We're, we're really trying to work toward saving you down the line. I don't want to put you in other harm's way that, yeah, like you guys said, could negatively impact the timeline to a point where you die earlier. And she's like, okay, okay, I promise. Literally the next scene. Like she was on, on screen in one scene. It cut to uh, back at, at, at Star Labs and... It's it's her and shot like she didn't even she didn't even disappear from our eyesight and she's automatically going uh, against Barry's wishes yep. and, and using her brother yeah to... like talking him oh remember we we could you could be more of a hero if we were we were a team together yep. so you kind of have to do this it will help you if you defy everybody else's oh god it, yeah it irritated me I'm like come on doll like 
be the person you want everyone else to be in this same situation. Like, I just feel like, yeah, you're betraying characters little bits at a time, but I think that was all resolved by the end of it. She sort of come around and thought, oh, that was a bit of a dumb idea. Yeah, because she wanted to make her mark before she died in four months' time. I'm not even saying journalists don't do anything, but she's like, I've got to write this article. You know, she works for Picture Mag, Picture News, or whatever. It's the like, it's like TMZ, called. isn't it? Yeah, I'm like, I don't <laughs> see that bit having a big effect. You're not going to win a Pulitzer surprise. Uh, Pulitzer surprise. Pulitzer prize. <laughs> <laughs> a surprise. She might get a Kinder surprise by the end of it uh, with this one article. But hey, if she, you know, she feels like she's achieved something, then good on her because you know she actually went up to a thug with a futuristic gun and said, "Shoot me in the chest." Yeah, I don't think you've got the balls to do it. Basically. Which looked a hell of a lot like the gun that uh, Plunder was Plunder had. Yeah, yeah. Well, they did say that. They said, "Look, there's something." When the the fact that they even just kept mentioning the words "arms dealer," "arms dealer," is an arms dealer story. I thought, okay, well, that'll play a bigger part down the line. But then they mentioned that it was something to do with you know futuristic weapons or. or um, Prototypes and things like that, uh, and that, that might be something to do with how Plunder got his. So I thought maybe that was the the wrap up of the story. It was Plunder gets it from these guys? Maybe they will come in down the line, but uh, yeah, it was something to do with Plunder for sure. Mm. And then at the end, uh, Barry realizing that uh, Wally uh, Wally's going to be the man to say, which yeah. I guess they've been hinting at for a while that he is far faster than. Uh, Barry was at the same yes. time, so yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, um, I like that. I really mm. like that little tease because that's a lot different than what we usually get. It was a little bit more uplifting, and it wasn't necessarily about Barry. And you know, mm. we're, we're slowly watching Wally come into his own. That's what I really liked last episode was uh, the Barry and Wally storyline, them working to becoming some kind of a team, yet still be their own individual heroes. And here's Flash knowing that it's his fight to save Iris and everything else has got to work around him, yet he's went, you know what, no, I've got to put myself aside somewhat out of this. You're the one that's going to be the best version of ourselves by the time we get to the point where we need to save her. So that was really, really cool. Um, the whole point of Gypsy, we've kind of glossed over it a bit. <clears throat> so in the last ep- the episode bef- before, it ended with her and the flash-up of HR. Yeah, and then she's come to the world, and we've really only talked about the fight with Cisco. But so her, she's a collector, um, and we're a bounty hunter. Yeah, sort of. um, HR is basically wanted in his world because they're not allowed to travel into worlds, and yeah. he's been putting his books <laughs> all over the universe. <laughs> he is not and very bright. And that was bright, the opening no, scene was him basically reading from, you know, a scene from one of his novels. Yeah. And that's why she's come to find him. Um, but then I think, didn't he also have a chat with Cisco about his role there now? Because they kind of felt that he was useless, but they think that the other HRs were there to help the guys, whereas they're there to help HR. Mm. Well, I think that was just in that circumstance. Cisco just wanted to do that for that episode. (laughs) (laughs) Make you feel better. So next week, it'll be like, oh, yeah, he's a dickhead again. (laughs) Well, he is, but let's not forget, he is now generating the money from from the museum. So I hope we get to see some more scenes you know, them just maybe wandering through the museum mm. down into the secret elevator, which goes yeah. to the lair. <laughs> yeah, don't forget about it. Like, they've set it up. Yeah. Yeah, definitely don't forget about it. Yeah. And he, he he's always served the purpose, which I guess he can now continue to, where he's the guy that almost 
comes up with an idea that the others then need to mould into something practical and workable. You know, he, he likes to shout out stuff, go off and get his 17th coffee, coffee for the episode, while the others then go, okay, well, let's, let's put that into an actual situation and find out how it can work. Because what he said is absolute bullshit. But <laughs> that's his purpose. And he's sort of a bit of morale. And the fact that you just need Ed Kavanagh in the show. Yeah. Like, he's awesome. He's, he's so good. Friend. Even if he is playing an annoying character or version of the character that he's always played on the show at the moment, he's still absolutely necessary to the show. Yeah. Let's not forget, too, we do have the previous HR yep. with his daughter, yeah, who's also a speed star. Yep. Yes. So we eventually could have both of them, which could be Two very fun. That would oh be a gosh. conversation I want to watch. Because if they, they a conversation think... conversation you want to watch? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I can watch them have a conversation, oh, I, I guess. Yeah, that makes I sense. I got it. Kind it made of. sense to me. I'm like, wow. <laughs> um, but to see them, because you, you look at Team Flash and how annoyed they get at HR Wells, and then to bring in a guy that was annoyed by them. Yes. Meet up with uh, someone who shares his face, but not his intelligence, not his patience, and, and all that. Oh, that yeah. needs to happen. I hadn't thought about that until now, but you're yeah. right. That, that, would that be needs awesome. to happen. It would be very funny because <laughs> he, some of the stuff he says is so funny. Uh, it's he, I can't now. He annoyed the shit out of me at the start because yeah. he wasn't the smart Harrison, but now I couldn't imagine the way he's <laughs> just so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I've asked myself to say a few words. Yeah. <laughs> what? what? Did anybody else catch that? What? What? I, one more thing I just did want to touch on as far as Gypsy goes was Cisco at one stage referred to her being from you know Earth-19 or whatever. But when she read the act at the end, I think when she was beaten and she said, by the laws of Earth-19, like she was reciting oh, like yeah. scripts How would they know? Right? from her own planet, like her own Earth's rules, yes. referring to it as the earth numerical number that we know it as. Yeah. Now, Which, we've always had this problem, is yeah. that why does... The, why are we one? Why does the second Harrison Wells that we were just discussing with uh, with his um, uh, speedster daughter, he referred to himself being from Earth 2, and that was what, we th- what made us think that maybe he was actually our Harrison, and a.k.a. Yeah. Ibad yeah. Thorne, and yeah. was trying to, you know, fool everybody. But now these guys are referring to themselves as Earth-19, so it's just another little bit of dialogue that's just in there so that the audience doesn't have to think too much because we know it as Earth-19. If she gets up and says Earth-1, because they really could number themselves. They wouldn't themselves. even say one. Well, maybe oh, not. Because they, they know They do know other. that you can travel yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's the way that they get away with it, I think, in this case. Yeah, it's just, well... But each Earth would, you would theoretically call themselves number yeah. one. If we find out right now that... We're Earth number 47 in a giant multiverse. We're never thinking, oh, we're the 47th version of ourselves. We're going, piss off. I know who I am. I'm number one, and we're the number one one in the universe. You know, like, (laughs) you're not, but no, you're not downgrading yourself. That's horseshit. Especially someone who travels (laughs) to different dimensions. She's sure as shit not going to call herself Earth 19 because who came up with it? Our team came up with it. Yeah. Don't think about it too hard, audience. We've got this covered. Just look at the pretty (laughs) colours. All right. One thing, I just hope that you were as excited as I was, even though it didn't come off, Ben. I just wanted to touch on it, but right at the start of the episode, followed um, a a really awful piece of dialogue. With HR. That didn't seem. No, no, no. It was uh, Barrett. He went up to Cisco. He's like, I need to save Iris. Cisco, please tell me you found a way to stop the future. And I'm like, 
Maybe if he did, that would be a pretty big thing to bring up uh, as soon as freaking possible. <laughs> like, not when you're sitting here debating about what coffee shop you're going to go to tomorrow night. It's like, hey, have you come up with a way to um, alter the future? Like, that seems like a pretty big thing. No, I haven't. Sorry, uh, sorry, Barry, you know. Even though he said he did, it's like, okay, well, I'll tell you that I did. But um, they, he said, we've got a way to map it. And they come with me, and I'm like, oh, it's going to be a whiteboard situation. Ben and I are going to be happy. No, no, no. Even better. They've constructed a Lego setup. Everything's in Lego. Now I can I can go from whiteboard to Lego. Just put all of it out in front of me, guys. I can now follow the storyline really easily. Simple little Lego setups. It's great. I'm sorry. That really excited me. They didn't have a whiteboard, but Julian used the glass board. Oh, yes. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> Julian. He's funny. I like Julian. He's such a dick. And even Flash, even Barry's like, you don't have to be such a dick. Yeah, he just comes in and goes, this is my math. I'm out of here. (laughs) How does he even get from one point to another so fast? At least he does go back to his job and he makes reference to the fact that he has something else to do other than this sort of freelance work in a superhero team because... uh, You know, not spoiling anything in if you're not watching it or not caught up, but this week's Arrow in particular. Like, Arrow, he's the mayor of the city. He's been the mayor for a while. He, he moonlights as a vigilante, but wasn't a lot of mayoral work going on in this episode. <laughs> Let's keep that for Arrow because I do want to bring that specific thing up. So uh, we'll, we'll keep that for Arrow. So any final notes for... Oh, the Westworld reference. Sorry. There was a Westworld reference. I just, I thought it was That's exciting. it, just nice Westworld re- reference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done now. All right. Um, now let's, oh, let's go for Legends. legends. Okay, before we even get into the storyline and what actually happened, one thing that I was impressed, it you know what? It had me on side straight away because it didn't have that stupid intro. No, Red by everyone said, please don't call us heroes. Yes. My name is Damien Dark. Oh, straight away I was, I was like, in. yes! Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes, you are! Uh, Tell me about this. And then it just rolled straight. I was like, whoo! And you know, Sarah was sitting next to me. She goes, hang on. Wait, that just said Legends. I thought, won't be watching Arrow? And I'm like, I'm going to forgive you for thinking that because this is the crossover episode we should have had. <laughs> I was so impressed. It we had Cisco great. popping into National City and... Now this, it was like we're in when when Damien Dark died and then they showed up. I don't know which one of us said it, but I know we definitely have over the last few weeks. We really haven't got the story about those three Mm. and what they do in the back because they seem to come in, mess some stuff up, and then we might go a couple of episodes with not really seeing them or at least see a little teaser about them or something. We've, We've actually raised it before and said, what are they doing? What actually are they doing? So to get straight away, my name's Damien Dark. I was like, oh, <laughs> give me more, buddy. It was, Tell me it about it. It was fantastic. It was great. Loved it. Whew, that's <laughs> it. All right. Let's uh, move on to Arrow. Let's go to Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, understandable that the episode was called The Legion of Doom. And if anything, I could have just done watching these three guys. There was at one scene, I think, in the bank vault. And you had Ebert Thorne, you had Malcolm Merlin, and you had Damien Dark just walking around just trying to out-sneer each other. Is that what you think? <laughs> That's right. I'll fight you. I'll kill you first. Very like bold and Three beautiful. guys just chewing the scenery. And you got to think these guys are walking in just looking at the script going, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, this is so bad. Oh, that dialogue. It's worse than last week. Let's have some fun, boys. Like, they just had... I can just imagine them three on set just, like, riffing it out. Just changing up little bits and pieces, freestyling a little bit, just ad-libbing the hell out of that scene, having so much fun because 
they're all like the cheesiest version of their own show that they've come from. And now that they're all together, it's just it's a free for all. It's it's very cool. Excellent. Like, but then when you got into the story and the infighting, you know, when you're looking at Dark and Merlin and they're fighting against each other, they want to sort of be the guy that goes on this big journey with Ebard Thorn, and then all of a sudden it's like, why don't we come up with an alliance? Because he seems like a bit of a dick. Why doesn't he tell us things? <laughs> Let's us two work against him. And I'm just like, oh, boy, put the legends away. We don't need to call them nah. heroes because we don't even need to see them for the next 42 minutes. <laughs> I just want to watch these guys just talk in a room. It would have been enough. Their banter was absolutely hilarious. It's like watching an old married couple. <laughs> <laughs> Dark's remark to um, Malcolm always comes back to having one hand. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Hang on, wait for it, wait for it. There it is again. <laughs> it must be much more of a sore spot than what I would think that it would be. Like, the fact that Malcolm can say, really, because you actually die at the hands of, a green, of the Green Arrow in 2016. I actually watched it happen on TV. Like, that should be the, the killer punch in that argument. But he's like, oh, really? How many hands do I have? And I'm like, wow, how is that the winning blow? <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, I would jump around a little bit. Uh, that bank vault, did we ever get told that it was some sort of really super bank vault that could hold a speedster? Because <laughs> until when he was in there and they locked the door, I went, he's just going to phase through. Yeah, yep. Um, what? But then I thought I thought maybe I've missed it. Did we miss? Did I miss something? Was nope. there a, no, no. They just no. I think we were just straight meant to over. Forget it. that. It's yeah. a vault. Well, maybe in twenty twenty five in Zurich they have yeah really good steel or something. Like we're left to fill in a lot of blanks there. It's just oh they're in a bank vault that would stop normal people. There was that kind of force field thing that came up just before we saw the door shut that held the um, uh, black flash slash old zoom. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. So. So maybe there was something that you know they knew about that you know, clearly they knew about it because they. But tell they us though, like it, when the, I, I would assume every audience member, like the three of us, sees that scene where they lock Ebert in, and I'm like, oh well, he'll just phase out. Yeah. And but now they've do locked they themselves. know about the phasing though? They, well, they don't. They, they might don't not know. But they if don't they lock- need to. Like Ebert would know that he can do it, and he can just do it. But then you're like, oh well, if he can't do it. Surely the speeds to force. Of, uh, of the Black Flash, the monster that's been chasing him, surely he can do it or it can do it, you know? Like, yeah. one of them's got to be able to do that thing. And then even when they said, oh, it, 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 it won't last long, and I'm like, well, it either lasts or it doesn't. Mm. Yeah. It, all right, so I want to talk about that thing. Yep. When I first saw it, I went, hang on, that's, that's, that's Barry's uniform. Kind of, sort of, not really, but yeah. kind of. So, and again... Don't read comic books. Maybe that would help in this case. But asking a question as someone who just is watching the TV show, who is that thing? No, I, I even wrote, thing? what Zoom. is that speed thing? Is it? Yeah, remember the, the season finale of, of Flash last... Again, t- t- turn out, tune out now if you're not caught up on Flash, but please don't watch Legends if you're not watching Flash. Um, when uh, they had that race, when Zoom's trying to prove that he's the fastest one, and they ran around that ring, whatever it was, that giant ring to power up the multiverse yeah, bomb yeah, yeah. thing. And then the uh, ring wraiths. Time wraiths. Time wraiths. Jesus. Ring wraiths. I'm talking Lord of the Rings. Um, the time wraiths <laughs> pop out of, uh, of the portal or whatever, out of the Speed Force, and they basically mutilated Zoom. And you saw his face like tear away in half oh, his mask, yes. and he became quite a monster. But he yeah. was wearing yellow and this guy's in black or black. red or... I thought it was kind of... Zoom? Yeah. He never wore yellow. 
You're thinking of reverse flash. I am too. Yeah. Zoom war. But wasn't it reverse that... The, yeah. the, uh, the, the villain from season two. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Is yeah. Is that how unmemorable he was last No, year? no, that's <laughs> who I thought was running around the thing. They were running together. Was yeah, that-, that was Zoom. And then at the end of the episode, the time wraiths came out and basically stopped... Because he's been, you know... Changing shit up. He's been he's been breaking time rules. More he than comes Barry. out, yeah. <laughs> and Barry, bas- I think, because Barry has as well. But it's almost like he was offering up Zoom to the time raids as a way of saying, "Hey, I'll just give me a slap on the wrist" type thing. And they, yeah, like tore him apart, and he be- he became some kind of monster. And I need to and rewatch I, that because I, I thought that was well, earbud. I think listen to Not our earbud, podcast um, even because I think that we predicted that he would become some kind of time wraith himself. Yeah. Like that's his punishment. That's all of the time wraith's punishment for breaking the rules of the Speed Force is they become yeah their own. I remember saying that, but I'm just confused about um, Jay Garrett, and I thought that was all the one thing, but it's not. Hmm. <laughs> Anyway, they, well, they, they've so never confused. pointed that out. They never said last night that this was Zoom or Black Flash or the guy who once referred to himself as Jay Garrick or any of that. It's only if you watch Flash. If not, if you only watch Legends, it's that is obviously a speedster because we can see him moving around 100 mile an hour and he's bad. Like and even Thon just referred to him as a thing, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah, and he so he must not know what's uh, what's going on either. But that that scene, I, I really liked that horror scene. They go, hey, if he's attracted to the Speed Force, don't use the Speed Force. Now I don't understand why he can't see him if he doesn't use the Speed Force. Like seemingly he still has eyes that work. It's not that he can only process things that move at a supersonic rate. But I really did like that scene where he's just moving around like some kind of monster. It was very, and having only watched Stranger Things recently, it did look a lot like the Demogorgon. Um, So I really liked that scene. I thought it looked really cool. And the way that they uh, overcame him, you know, like almost made the episode for me, actually. I know you don't want to talk about legends, but can we just touch on them a little bit? Because there was another another crossover (laughs) bit where they went to Central City and they're in the coffee shop. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Another crossover. They didn't overcomplicate it, and it was just seamless. The whole thing was seamless. It was so good. Yeah. And you didn't need to see Iris in the background or anything like that. It yeah. was just coffee. Sh- and if you don't know that it's JJ's Coffee House or whatever the hell it's called, Jitters. 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 There you go. Perfect. If you don't recognize that, if you don't look at those details watching Flash, who cares? But if you do, it's like, ah, nice touch, guys. Well done. We're using the same set. Saving money. I don't know. (laughs) So what is going on, and uh, sorry if I'm skipping right to the end, but when they were uh, looking at his brain pattern or whatever, his, you know, his memories or whatever, they were on a computer, they said, oh, we need to, uh, you know, fix some of his shortcomings. Now, I thought, okay, well, they'll make, they'll obviously turn his, you know, before they give him back his things, they'll make him evil a little bit or more. Susceptible uh, to give up information or something. Exactly, or just to join them or something like that. But then we see him go back into some battle with it was George Washington. Washington, mm. yes. And he kills him? Yeah. <laughs> with I'm, a modern day gun. I, was that I, a flash forward? I don't know. I actually as, as in a fla- sorry, a flash that forward too. that flashes back. Was <laughs> is that, that like a tease to next week's episode? Well, I don't know. And it's the thing, is that a memory that they've planted? Which well, means he didn't it, yeah. really actually kill George Washington? I don't know. But thinks he did, so therefore... I'm a bit confused. Oh, (laughs) wow. I hadn't thought about that, actually. But yeah, you're right. It could be a tease next week. It's like, let's fix him, and then it's like, bang, let's make him Rip Hunter, who goes back and kills very important people. And then the legends will have to go back. Yeah, or, yeah, what you were... were, Oh, wow. It could just be a memory. 
a false memory. And it would be interesting to see if if it is a real memory and they did do that so that the legends would go back to the time aberration because that would be a pretty big time aberration, Mm. you would imagine, um, to catch them, whether... And so whether those two motorcycle riders weren't important enough to go back before the accident or whether George Washington, it's like, hey, you know those motorcycle riders? Maybe with George Washington, we could go back an hour beforehand and save him. What if? And then they've set the precedent. If they do, Which you've got to think, if this is a tease to next week, that they're going to set a precedent. We do have the ability to go back to before an aberration or a murder is committed. Yeah. But we choose not to because it's dramatic. But it was still a memory. They didn't physically well, then, take uh, him back in time. No, they didn't they say did. that, though. They, they, they just said we need to... Fi- see, I, I think both of you are bringing up good points about what it could be, but I, they just we haven't got all the information, so I don't think we can rule anything out. If think, you think about it, why would they need to send him to kill George Washington? Yeah. Surely they could just go and kill him mm. and then just wait there as a trap. Yeah. They don't need Rip to do it. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. We don't know. It de- I, we'll I think, out. yeah, and I think it definitely is the best, like post-credit cliffhanger scene, maybe that this show's ever had. Like that really excited me because I'm like, I don't know what that means. Yeah, they've uh, on purpose given us very little information, but something that really has to pay off. So it could pay off poorly next week. We might not get any kind of satisfaction out of it, but AKA a- Laurel mid season <laughs> break. <laughs> um. I'll save my nitpick until after, actually, because I think you in particular, Terry, will probably laugh at me. Uh, mainly because you're a woman and it's got something to do with our, a female character, but you too, Ben, will probably make fun of me. But anyway, one big thing I wanted to bring up. When Malcolm and Damien are finally getting the information at Evard about why he keeps running away, and he's like, well, look, you know, there's my ancestor and I got murdered, but, you know, I still exist outside of the time thing, and but I'm still trying to get away from this guy that is chasing me for reasons I don't know. And then there's a line that, that doesn't make sense. Like, if you're alive now, why do you need to prevent your own yes. murder in the past? If you know that you get your ancestors getting killed doesn't affect you now, why do you need to then change it? And it was something in that conversation, and he just says to him, look, it's very complicated. And I'm like, yeah, even the writers don't know how to explain <laughs> exactly. this. You can't just go, oh, look, it's it's too complicated. We don't need to tell you what's going on because yep. we don't know what's going on. But it looks cool, yeah? Because... Because time travel? <laughs> it's a TV oh. show. we've asked that same question before as well, haven't we? Like, yeah. Why is, how is he still alive? And, and then, you know, oh, time takes, it takes time to catch up. But then, of course, Legends completely breaks that rule in nearly every episode. <laughs> now, I don't want to get too far down the rabbit hole with negativity here because Maddie wrote me a uh, message, Maddie Gibson, over the weekend saying, listening to your latest chat about DC, welcome to the dark side. And he has this picture of Darth Vader just standing over Luke. <laughs> Good. <laughs> let, let the fear, you know, like, just let it take hold of you. Because, Maddie, I don't think, I know at one stage or another he was catching out all these shows and then he wasn't, and then he'd do a binge, like, after a season of not watching it. I don't think he watches these shows anymore. So, by all means, Maddie, correct me if I'm wrong, but for anyone who um, if, who listens to uh, our movie chats that we do, where Maddie's obviously heavily involved in, we get a lot of trailer reviews going up on Geek as well. And then we have our side project that's uh, Get Into Gate. We talk Stargate. And the rest of the team, no matter which uh, show or podcast we're doing, we like to make fun of Maddie 
uh, for being, and this isn't always true, but it's a, a nice little you know uh, coat to paint him in, is that uh, he's negative for being negative for the sake of it. And I'm thinking, <laughs> you don't watch these shows, you're eventually going to. <laughs> <laughs> but just to turn around in the cinema and just see Maddie with their arms crossed, <laughs> hey, the credits hey, are rolling. I know this is this is an in joke. I apologise, but I, we we and Maddie, if you're listening. You would be blessed if you look at Maddie and he's just sitting there with his arms folded. Because a lot of the time I look at Maddie and that kid's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and no wonder you hated it, dude. Yeah. You missed half the film. <laughs> That's well, a, that made a, no sense at all. He doesn't watch these shows, but he listens to the podcast and then goes, "Yeah, see, I told you they're shit." It's like you don't watch them. You can't agree with us that they're shit <laughs> when you haven't seen why they're shit. I'm not telling you you're wrong, but you should at least see why. But well, he's not going to do that. He's wrong enough. this week. He's wrong this week. <laughs> and I think we should move on to Arrow because you're we going to talked very... about Lily. Who's Lily? <laughs> see, she's an aberration. Grace. Well, yeah, but Who's she Lily? now knows who she... The daughter. She'll, yeah. Grace's daughter. I'm saying who. And the whole thing was... She'll no be one, gone next no week. No one's allowed to tell her, and that includes you, Rory. Why would I? And he actually does. Yeah, of course yeah. he does. I tell you what, though. She did take the news of the fact that her father is a time-travelling, essentially, repairman and works on a, a, a ship that can travel through space and time and doesn't necessarily exist at any given point. She's like, oh, this is so cool. This ship looks amazing. I mean, how clean is it? I'm like, no, no, no. It travels through time, and your father literally meets <laughs> historical figures every other week. Yeah, because the last time when they first met, she said, I know you can't talk about your secret government thing. Yeah. So she's never heard anything? No. As no. Far as Only this episode. She knows. She, he's just working on some sort of secret drone <laughs> for the military. She took the news very well. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it's a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, my nitpick... Um, the first shot you see of Sarah Lance, they're sitting around the main hub of Gideon, that little round table thing, and they're like, okay, what are we going to do? We're going to go back and find, you know, there's a spear and then Rip's missing and blah, blah, blah. Now, it seemingly has followed pretty much straight on from last week. Like, yeah, you've sure. got to think that not a lot of time has passed. And I'm looking at Sarah, and my nitpick was the fact that did she have hair braids or, yes. or was it plaits? Plaits or they braids? braids? They were braids. I'm like, braids. when did you get time to sit yeah. down and braid your hair? <laughs> like, you're supposed to be fighting time-travelling villains. There's aberrations Actually, her popping up all over the place. me as well, i got to say. She's a League of Assassins. Yeah. You know, she just finds the time, mate. No, mate. <laughs> no. I'm looking at that going, okay, you've all had a shower. Uh, old mate, um, Mr. Steel, whatever the friggin' hell he's called, his hair is always immaculate. Okay, great. Yeah, he looks fantastic. It's a CW show. You've got to look great. But I'm looking at her and I'm like, okay, really, does an assassin braid their hair? Like, she looks like she's about 17, you know, like, but she's had it time was, to do it. It was ridiculous. What that was actually hell? one of the things I thought, why has she got two cuts in her hair <laughs> like, like a little I thought girl? you would mock no, me. No, no. I was like, as a, as a man, I'm looking at that going, does that make sense? Like, surely that's a job that would take a, a little bit of time. It does take a bit of time. Yeah. I've got, like, five in my head today, yeah. and it took a while. See? And you're not <laughs> fighting wars and shit at the moment. You've actually got time to do it. Great. That's right. And it's at least in a pigtail at the back. Because I don't look like I'm 12. <laughs> yeah, she was ridiculous. Oh, I don't know about that. Jeez, <laughs> oh, you guys are... Maddie, this doesn't count as a nitpick. No. All right, so can we move on to Arrow? Yep. Okay. Yes. yes. All right, here we go. So yet another crossover. Brilliant. Yes, there was. I actually have a nitpick about that, though. Because I wrote I wrote something down about that. What? Go then. Who the f*** was that guy? Why didn't he call Joe? 
Seriously, he would have called Joe. He called the the, the captain of the whole place. I'm sorry, the Sing. But he yeah. would have, he would have called Joe. Well, because maybe he knows again. Joe, no, this Joe is the same thing we said about the the Flash and Supergirl. It's all about I've the only money. Had the money. Sing one. Sing costs a far lot less than what Joe would for that little cameo. <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, and where did where's the other um, where's Grumberg? I actually thought if they were gonna if they're not gonna call Joe at least call Grumberg. Yeah, he's that's disappeared. Why it was I reckon Grumberg he's probably on like a six episode contract at the moment. Like at least Joe he's a season regular, but they'd have to fork out an extra bit of money for uh, him to to cameo in another show. Grumberg that'd be a whole another kettle of fish for his lawyers oh, okay. and agents and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To answer a phone call. No, it, second, honestly, it would I reckon. And the second crossover, Big Belly Burger. They're sitting in a Big Belly Burger having the burgers. Now, were they sponsored by Big Belly Burger this week? There were three scenes. First in that diner, where Oliver actually looked at Wild Dog. He's like, oh, i got three patties to get through. He's like, that's disgusting. Yeah. But geez, Big Belly Burger's not real, though, right? I don't know. I got a feeling it was for the show. They may as well be. No, that's what I'm saying. Is it, there's that. Oh, and there's then some uh, geek he research here. Brings, brings Big Belly to Felicity, um, Rory. And I'm like, hang on. You, were you even there with them in the other city? Who was there? It, no, it wasn't. It was Mr. Terrific. It was Wild Dog and Arrow. And Arrow Rory wasn't yeah. there. So they're in Hub City or Hob City or whatever, eating Big Belly Burger. And then by coincidence, the camera starts on a shot of a Big Belly Burger paper bag <laughs> with Rory delivering it to Felicity, who doesn't look like she's ever eaten a burger no, in her friggin' life, exactly. let alone some six patty motherfucker. And um, <laughs> there you go. Some extra work for you, Ben. <laughs> And her going, so oh god, I, I really, I really needed that. And then back to the diner the next day with Arrow and Terrific and Wild Dog eating more meat. It's fictional. It is fictional. Good. But Good. I okay. think I, I'm not really going to dive deep. But I think someone may have actually made one, and you can go to a real one. But I think it it's does fictional. sound very. That sounds like a very real name. That's the only thing I ask. It, it's America. I'm assuming there's a fair few burger chains over there. It could have been a real thing. And just the, the three scenes, really? Like, yeah. They could have like got sponsor money. Yeah. But it, again, it ties them all together. No, it's, it's fantastic. Great. No, it's great. No, I, there was little peppered through, you know? Like, that Sing scene was really cool. Just the fact that it was Sing. Like, I think if it was Joe, it would have been a little bit more of a, of course it's Joe, but the fact that it was Sing... Doesn't make sense story wise. So I'm just nitpicking. No, no, no. Of the sake it's you do <laughs> raise a very good point, but I think just because Joe is so familiar to our faces, whereas Sing we only see a couple of times a season. I actually really. didn't even realise who he was. Yeah. Not who. Well, he answered the phone. But <laughs> Sing here. Just the, the little like bit of good geekiness for the fans and all comic book nerds and stuff. Where he's like, "It's the Green Arrow," and he's like. It sounds like a guy with a voice modulator. And Arrow just pulls out and clearly texts Barry going, go see your captain. It's legit. I'm like, oh, my God, that's so fucking awesome. God, that's cool. Uh, but again, actually, there's a very good point that we talked about last week that, um, you know, it takes all this effort to get a motorcycle. You run around here. Um, yeah. But yeah. in two seconds, they yep. can run it on office back. Uh, you know, <laughs> come on, guys. Come on! Yeah. And what was Barry doing at the time? Like, a little bit of side story that means nothing to this episode. Like, Barry's just, what, chilling, doing nothing. Probably got Iris out on another date. And he gets <laughs> yeah, a text like message from Oliver going, oh, Did yeah, anyone hang on. pause it and slow it down to see who it actually was? 
Because obviously they did it so fast that it could. I think it was just lightning. I just thought it was lightning, yeah. Oh, so it wasn't even a Yeah, because not only were they saving money on not having an actor, they're saving money on special effects where they'd have to create a human. It was just lightning, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, though. Excellent crossover. Now. CW, listen, better crossovers by actually saving money. Who would have thought? Yeah. yeah. It, it was so good. It was so good. good. Um, now, going back to what you said, Mitch, you jumped to Arrow to say that, you know, who's running the the mayor? Oh, yeah, yeah, mayoral yeah. stuff that Oliver's supposed to be doing while he's off doing all this. One thing that I thought, he's in that diner in Hub City yeah. as Oliver Queen. Yeah. Just, yeah. Surely, and I know it's another city and he's only the mayor, but he was pretty famous kind of guy. Well, he's one of the richest yeah. guys, really. He's from one of the richest families, <clears throat> I think, at least in America, if not the world, you know? Although that chick didn't know she was... He was mayor until she went there. That's, so maybe yeah. maybe the cities are so far away, and he is only mayor that it. Yeah, is. but that still got me too. Like I, I get the feeling that Star City, it's not your metropolis, it's not your even Gotham's a bit of a hole, but you know it's probably not you know one of the top three cities in America. But I still feel like in Australia. If friggin' Clive Palmer or uh, who are some of our other rich guys or something go and become mayor of Perth or you know the 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 premier of of it's South Australia, you're gonna know about it surely. And she's a detective now. While she was a bit mentally unstable after losing her partner slash boyfriend, yeah, oh, lover as she called him, she seems like she had a pretty good grasp on things. Like she was pretty clean. It's not like she's been living in the streets striking people down as, you know, some kind of, you know, uh, dirty vigilante or anything like that. Like, she seems like she's pretty well across current affairs. I, 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 I found that actually a little bit hard to believe. It took me out of the episode just a little bit to think that, okay, one of the richest guys in the world, or at least the country, is now mayor of his own city. Uh, and he's one of the great playboys of the country as well. You yeah. don't know about that, really? Okay. Because yeah. she recognised him. As soon as he showed up without his mask on, she didn't go, oh, my God, Oliver Queen. Yeah, I thought you died or something or, or you know yeah. uh, why aren't you with a bevy of you know Victoria's Secret models or anything she knew who Oliver Queen was well, without batting an eyelid she didn't even did not flicker whatsoever but news that he was mayor okay interesting mm. she didn't know that that's a TV yeah. show I've got more I call bullshit on on <laughs> On that episode as well. You really hate Arrow, don't you, Maddie? I Maddie, I just want to go back to Maddie Gibson. If you're listening, can you just tune out, mate? It's about a fuel to go to your fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so obviously we we learnt the backstory of how the new Laurel has a canary cry without actually wearing a, a collar. Yeah, which was awesome. That was cool. That was cool. Um, but here's the but. <laughs> yep. So Felicity found who she, I think it was Felicity, found who she was, or maybe it was um, Singh. That no, was Singh, I think, gave um, them the information on who she was, that she was an undercover detective. Yeah, yeah. And her, un, as she was Detective Tina Boland, right? That was the details from the police records. No, somebody else knew that. Curtis found that. Right. Or at least Felicity may have shown it to Curtis. Yeah, but this is that was then they her record. Yeah, and then he confirmed that. Yep, she's a detective, and yes, blah 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 yes, blah. Yes. Right at the end, she says, "Oh well, Tina Boland's my undercover name. My real name is Dinah Drake." Like, if that was your undercover name, your undercover name, you wouldn't be listed in the police file as Tina Boland. It would be Dinah Drake. I call bullshit. 
I won't hear a bad word about Arrow 8. Move on. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> yeah, they really run home that... Uh, and the episode's called Second Chances, mind you. So, and I did actually feel, come the end of that episode, where uh, she's having that conversation with Mayor Queen, as she found out, that it's it's almost like the show is taking a second stab at getting Black Canary right because a lot of flack has been thrown their way about how they butchered her character. Now, I follow a couple of guys over in America on Twitter and and before I'd seen this episode, they didn't spoil anything, but after watching this episode, they they just tweeted out, Black Canary is one of my favourite all-time female comic book characters and what they are doing to her on Arrow, or what they continue to do to her on Arrow right now, I forget the terminology that he used, but basically it's really pissing him off. And so I didn't think about that until the end of the episode where she revealed her name. Dinah Drake. Dinah, yeah, Dinah Drake. And I'm like, oh, yeah, right, because that's obviously Laurel's real name because you, you didn't find it out until much later in, in the series, like Series 4, probably when she died, actually, that Laurel Lance wasn't actually her real name. It was Dinah Laurel Lance. But, I'd actually forgotten that Laurel's real name was Dinah. Yeah, because they don't really focus on that. What his, why he was all like, oh, yeah, I knew someone named Mike. Yeah. But, did you know? The thing is, I, I, while it probably hasn't stuck out in your memory so much, they have slowly and subtly been peppering it through ever since she died that her name was Dinah and they occasionally refer to her as Laurel and then they refer to her as Dinah. And it was like, on the grave. It's kind of like, why are you why are you doing this? You know, when she's been Laurel for four and a half seasons, why do all of a sudden the characters who've never referred to her by her real name now they do. Now mm. she's no longer just Laurel. And then I'm looking at uh, at Wikipedia at the moment again. I don't I don't read the comics. I don't know much about Black Canary. This is what this show is about. We sp- strictly speak about these shows and these stories as the television gives them to us. Alter ego: Dinah Laura Lance, Dinah Drake. So. It's not like they're just completely making stuff up. Um, the fact that Canary Cry, now that she doesn't have to wear that thing, she yeah. can just do it. Like, I, But as someone who just watches the TV show, I'm watching this episode, I'm like, okay, so not only can she fight, and she's obviously a cop, so she's on the good side already. It's not like they have to sort of train someone or turn someone. Like, she's she's got all that there. She's got the Canary Cry going down. Um She's, her name is Dinah. I'm like, really? It's almost like they're retconning the show from scratch now. It's like, forget the old Laurel. She was like a template. She's almost the myth. And the show has started now, and this is what the new Black Canary wants to live up to, is this older myth of a character called the Black Canary. I don't know. I mean, I like it. I think I will I immediately like this Black Canary a lot more than I liked Laurel oh, when she sure. started to become Black Canary because yeah. she was a, Laurel as a character annoyed the hell out of me and then they tried to make her a hero yep. and I'm like no 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 I need to like the real Laurel before I like the alter ego of Black Canary and she very slowly kind of won me and bang she's dead this one even though she's a bit mentally unstable I like her <laughs> already because she's a bit of a hard ass she doesn't immediately want to join the team but she's considering it and all that sort of shit and you like the crazies and I like the crazies man yeah, yeah. I like her too Talk I to just thought it was complete bullshit that her employee file as a te- detective with the CCPD said her name was Tina Boland it shouldn't have because if that was Are her you still stuck name, on this? Yes, Jesus. Pissing me off. Right now, Matt, Maddie's just sitting there going, yes. And, Jesus, man. Okay, come and, on. And another thing. So Oliver, like in the flashback, he's with, um, what's her name? 
The other, the Talia. other arrow chick. That's it. Talia, Talia Rogel. Rogel. And, just be glossing over this. And it's like she's telling, bit on this. she's teaching him how to use a bow and arrow. It's like, hang on a minute. He was taught how to use a bow and arrow on that island in like year one mm. that he was on that island. Okay, okay. So I did think the same thing, <laughs> <laughs> and I want to back arrow up here for the defence. He only said, are you sure you only want to go in there with just a bow and arrow? Yes. As opposed to guns. So, yes, he can use a bow and arrow and can shoot a bow and arrow, but in that situation, he, at that stage of his life, just feels that a gun would be more appropriate. Yeah, he, <laughs> no, but he never said, oh, I don't know how to use it. Or like, he I said, but like, she alluded to the fact that she was going to train him. It's like, but he already knows. Yeah, and if she's done her research, like I know she can't research stuff that was never documented on the island, but she could probably have a good... He has carried around a bow and arrow in the city. Like, didn't he carry it around Hong Kong or yeah, wherever he disappeared to in season it, three? As opposed to guns as well. Yeah. He's used an arrow to get, you know, un- disarm people with guns. One thing that I would like to bring up. So she, <laughs> she bought up uh, she pulled out the green hood, did she not? Yes. Yes. I thought he already had the green hood Same. and was wearing it for when Shadow died. Same. I thought that so too. So wasn't that in his possession? Or did he lose it and then she's gone and found it for him and that's why he's gone. Which is... I know there's... <laughs> oh, I know there's <laughs> no, wait, wait. There could be something we've forgotten. Like, say he had that chest with mm. all his shit in it and say it, it uh, at one of his things that in his flashbacks it got lost mm. and it was a big moment that we the three of us have forgotten about and a fan is probably listening now going yeah dude it was in episode four of season yeah. three and, lost and if that's the chest case. and she's found the chest so that was actually my, that may have been a, a and she big just moment to know that that was his jacket she's done the research she's done the research <laughs> she's been following it for years clearly she's got photos and shit all over the place but hey yeah. look if you are listening and you do have this great memory of this show we don't have time to go back and watch every episode of the last two seasons to try and find this Although answer I wouldn't mind you wouldn't mind you'd yell at me <laughs> if I said I was going to do it because apparently I don't have time please do tweet us at getintogeek or send us an email getintogeek at gmail.com yeah. give us the answer because I'd love to bring it up next week because I loved this bit Terry I loved and we we are assuming that she is um, Talia Al Ghul, right? Yes. Still hasn't said Al Ghul, but Talia, yes. Yeah, and she trained Yao Fei. Yao yes. Fei is that his name? Yeah. Yes. Uh, who was Shadow's father? Who who trained Oliver? Yeah. So there already is. It's so good. It's so good because there's the, there's this link. The connections between how he knew about the League of Assassins when they were first were brought up in Arrow. Um, and maybe, I don't think Oliver, well, I don't know, I guess, but I hope that he doesn't actually go to Nandipabat yeah. and join yeah. them because the feeling that I got, and I can't remember again what was actually said, but the feeling I got from earlier episodes is that he knew about the League of Assassins but didn't necessarily know them intimately, like mm. he'd been a member of them. Yeah. But maybe that's not true. Maybe... Maybe he did go there, but I I hope not. But what 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 when he put on that uniform and had the you know bow and arrow and all the rest and his original bow as mm. well. It it kind of it's like the the flashbacks have finally after five se- five seasons yeah have th- there was like a switch there was like a, a turn in the road where it, it's it's gone from flashbacks to this 
feeling of, oh, wow, we are close to the moment that he gets picked up on the island. Mm. Yeah. Because I got the feeling that she is now going to train him and that'll be a flashback in itself, which is cool. And then immediately after that is when he, you know... Gets, grows a beard get, and goes, grows back, a beard the goes back the island. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it's like the tone changed for me in that moment. And I will say... I hadn't had a single drop of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> so if she is Talia and she is part of the League of Assassins and it's the fifth year mark, wouldn't she know Sarah? Because Sarah ended up working for the League of Assassins during that period of time as well. Depends if she... Well, I mean, we didn't cover this before with it. You just said, Ben. Depends if she is still with the League of Assassins. She might have, you know, went, went rogue a little bit. Talia. Yeah. Or did yeah. she actually say she was still heavily involved? Like she hasn't mentioned them by name yet. Well, she's still using the Lazarus Pit, the family secret. Well, she said when he said to her, "You could be what's his name, Shao, Shao Fei, Yao Fei, Yao Fei." He said, oh, "How could you have trained him? You could pass for his daughter or his granddaughter." Yeah. And she's like, "My family has its secrets." Yeah. She didn't say I've used it last week. Like she has used it, but it doesn't she could have last used it five years ago? Like she could just be a great fighter who doesn't get yeah, injured sure. and need it or anything like that. I don't know. But um, well, how old's Nissa then? I wonder. Yeah, she's got a thing for yeah. The thing Sarah's got a thing for really old women potentially. <laughs> like Nissa could be a hundred. I like yeah. Nissa. They should bring her back. Oh no, we know that she's not because the legends went and visited the League of Assassins before. When and she was, was a little girl. Before Nisa was yes. born, yeah. And it was in the 70s or 60s. Or something, something like that, yeah. yeah. So she's as old as she looks, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And the helicopter scene, that was kind of cool. <laughs> oh, okay. I was watching that going, that is outrageous. <laughs> what is he like? <laughs> and then I was like, this is awesome. Of course it's awesome. Look, that was a very cool scene, but it did bring up, I guess, almost the, the biggest point I have with this episode um, was... I'm confused. Who is who's killing and who's not killing anymore? Because it's this big thing about him that he doesn't kill anymore, but he used to. But he occasionally has a need for it now. And yeah. yet, Wild Dog carries guns around. That's his weapon, and and he's shooting people all over the place now. You know, is it like Shield where he's shooting them with rubber bullets, or is he always kneecapping them or something like that? But then I'm I'm thinking that in that scene where they're in the hallway or whatever, suddenly they're on the roof and helicopter and all this sort of yeah. shit's going on. And it was really cool when, yeah, okay, he pulls out he, he pulls out his arrow and it's a different kind of arrow because that's what I loved about that scene. He used about three different kinds of arrows and it's the, the, the grapple arrow and he just starts swinging around, punching people thanks to the helicopter. Great. And awesome. as he's still attached, yeah. does a chin-up, yes. fires a real arrow. <laughs> oh, my God, And then that goes was back awesome. down. I'm like, that's amazing. <laughs> that was awesome. That was very The greatest thing I've ever enough. seen. Dude, yeah, draw, bang, and then let's go. And I'm like, oh, I thought you were going to go with the helicopter. Lands only to do a roll, turn around, pull out his explosive arrow, and blow the shit out of it. I'm like, hey, yeah. no. If There's at least two people in there, <laughs> yep. and you've just murdered people. Plus, okay, yes, it's self-defense. Plus, it's going to land on the ground. Exactly or, what yeah. I thought. I thought, yeah, and I guess we're just going to ignore all the pedestrians yeah. down below. <laughs> so, like, I don't know who's, who's killing, because then he immediately goes, once the fight's over, he goes up to... Uh, Tina Dina um, and uh, and says to look you don't have to kill this guy you don't have to kill this enemy of yours that you've been looking for for three years you can be better than this and then she looked at him and said hang on you told me this about you he said look it might be too late for me I'm like I get, yeah from about 18 <laughs> seconds ago when you blew up a helicopter with an arrow 
yeah, it's too late for you, bro, but keep it going because it looks awesome. And then she caps him anyway. So I'm just a bit confused now about the the, 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 the conflicting ideologies and methods that these guys use when it was such a big thing about why old love deceived them and turned against them, betrayed them in the uh, mid-season finale and is now siding pr- with Prometheus. Who has disappeared. Prometheus oh, she's yeah, gone. Yeah. yeah, But we've got Prometheus is doing nothing. Artemis is doing nothing. We've got the... Um, what's his name? The other guy? The, vigil- the other the vigilante. vigilante. who's not He's not around. He's been saving John Diggle, I guess. He's been busy. Yeah, he's been busy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've got a lot of plates in the air spinning at the moment. They need to rein it in, a little, I think, a little bit. And maybe now that they've got her in the team, they'll be able to bring back Prometheus and bring back Vigilante and maybe we'll get some you know, resolution to some of these things. God, I hope so. Vigilante. <laughs> um... Is there a point then? If it is, let's just speculate on a speculation. If it is indeed the DA, yeah. Now we've already seen Vigilante. Even though he and Green Arrow are working towards the same goal, they have different methods, which therefore, in Vigilante's mind, makes them enemies. Yep. And he's happy to kill Green Arrow because he's getting in his way of killing the real bad guys. Do we get to a point where Oliver and whatever the DA's name is figure out or one of them or both of them come to the realisation that they are who they really are um, behind the masks and decide to team up. Against Prometheus. Because I meant to bring it up in Flash before and I won't recap it uh, specifically in case you're not watching it or haven't caught up, but there's a lot of different characters with different powers from either different spots across our Earth or the other Earths that could really come together at the end of this season as like an Avengers-style team-up to take on the big bad. This could happen too, really. If you're pulling in New Black Canary, they turn Vigilante, even if only for a second. It's like, Vigilante, you've got to know that Prometheus is much worse than any of us and any of us put together. Are we are we looking toward this big epic team-up at the end of the season? Or are we going to see like the end of last season where it was just mono e mono Different fights going on all over the place, but it just came down to Arrow v. Damien Dark. Yeah. Well, if they cross... I'm, I'm bang up for a crossover. We all know that. <laughs> I hope they've learnt from the mistakes of the Invasion one and it's they do a good job of it. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd much prefer it to be a standalone episode. Oh, I'm not talking about... If they're taking on Prometheus, I'm not saying they bring in Flash and the Legends or anything. I mean, yeah, just, just their own show characters, but... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one other character that they almost brought in, I thought all a lot of the fans out there that hate her would, would have been really scared for about two minutes. Because at one stage, we had two Felicities on screen, guys. Two Felicities. A Felicity and then a Felicity wannabe who only became a hacker because oh. Felicity was a hacker. And she spoke the same. Oh, I got a bit nervous. And oh, I'm nice. sorry. I'm just really nervous because I'm eating my hero. Oh, my God. And I've got glasses like you. I pull my hair back like you do. And I eat the same food because you eat that too. Like, I'm like, hang on a second. No, 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 no. One yeah. Felicity is kind of more than enough. Yeah. You don't need to be introducing another one because now we've got Curtis and he's about to backtrack from being Mr. Terrific, the the, the, the hands-on, in-the-field fighter to being a bit more tech support. We don't need a third person in there, even if not on the scene, but in the show. That No, 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 no. My um, take on that was that she was almost... Insu- she was insulting Felicity for who she's become now. So I'm wondering if Felicity's going to go back a little, you know, to the her dark roots. Well, yeah, and bit. why would you plug that thing in Without to the main checking frame? for a virus? That's <laughs> why it's adjacent. It's yeah, probably- you- 
fucking virus on that thing. You'd get a computer in a in a I don't know a, um like an internet cafe yeah. somewhere. Jitters. Yeah. And jitters. <laughs> sure. And check that shit like, out yeah. first. Jeez, let's just plug it into the. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Imagine that could have been the crossover. I know we're not covering old ground, but where I said that in jitter, jitters in legends, they didn't need another character in the background. You imagine if you would have seen Felicity in the coffee shop that belongs in Flash in a Legends episode. You're like, what What does that mean? And then in Arrow, you find out that she went there to use a public computer to access, oh, boom. <laughs> and then you can, in that episode, you could have seen the Legends in the background. And if you hadn't watched that episode first, holy shit, mind blow. That's it's what good. they need to do as a crossover is have them there but not but actually not acknowledge each yeah. other. Yeah. That would be cool. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. Because among other things, <sighs> I'm busting for the toilet. Same. <laughs> Me too. Uh, right, so I'm going to go first this week. Yeah. Okay. I never go first, so um, as HR does, allow me to nominate myself to go first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put Legends at the top, purely based on its uh, the way that it threw me at the start with the Damien Dark, and it had all the crossover bits. I, yep. It, done. For me, on top. Followed by Arrow last week was on the bottom. It redeemed. It is my favourite, and it redeemed itself a lot. I'm going to put it second. Followed by, uh, oh, no, this is hard. This is hard. <laughs> this is really hard. Mm. I'm probably going to have to, yeah, I'm going to go um, Flash because Cisco was awesome and Supergirl at the bottom. Not because it was bad, but just because I've got to put it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Terry? Okay. Legends, number one, hands down. Um, Flash. Supergirl, Arrow. You suck. (laughs) (laughs) Mitchell? There's just too much bullshit in that episode. (laughs) Yeah, but it kind of got back to its roots with the the flashback felt good. It was vicious back then. As I said, it turned that corner, I felt. Ah, It was great. It was really good. Come on, they got a new canary. Dinah, what's her face? She was great. But it's... Why is it bad? Because it was bad writing. Her real name should have been what was on the employee file, which just was, that bit. Yes. Well, no, but that's that was the biggest one for me. It was like that just the whole episode. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> All right, Mitchell. Um, I think yeah, you're. I mean, I know Terry's a bit more negative on on Arrow than we are on our on our bottom one, but I think for me, it's the same as what what it is for you. Is that it's just trying to find a place for him, especially down the bottom, because as a whole, this week's so much better than last oh, week. I wanted to give them all sure. five stars. <laughs> I, I want. I finished last. Hang night. on, Maddie's oh. just driven off the road. Hang on, sorry. <laughs> I wanted. <laughs> I, I actually thought I, I can't choose. I can't choose. They're all. I'm gonna have to come in and say they're all a tie at top. All right. Top well, position. where <laughs> are we starting? Legends. Top, top to bottom. Yep. Um, I think it definitely does help because of how much better it is this week than what it was last week. I'll go Arrow. Oh, yes! <laughs> my man! My man! My man! Ha! Um, and then this will kind of make you guys happier because I was hard on it last week, but Legends... And I think for it's really... It's so close. It's honestly... It's it's little nitpicks, not even reverse nitpicks. Just little flavours, little nuggets that are getting one over another. So Arrow, Legends, third... Again, the last two, I've just got to find a place. I'm going to say Flash, probably because of the whole Cisco thing. I actually did kind of like Gypsy. She was a bit of fun. Um, We're definitely going to see more of her. And then, yeah, the bottom. Again, not because Supergirl was bad or anything like that. Again, just the 
the bickering, the, the childish nature of a yeah. lot of the conversations, yeah. and yeah. The, the fact that they brought live. I know Livewire wasn't as bad as what she was last season, but the fact that you brought it back at all, like yeah. bring back a cool villain or something. So for me, Arrow, Legends, Flash, and Supergirl. So if I'm going to do the math, do it fast because I'm going to need a mappy. If all right. So I, I think Legends it. comes up top because you and I voted that number one. And you put Arrow down the bottom, yeah. so you've ruined it. Uh, yeah, you have. Okay, so Legends... <laughs> no, 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 you raised a good point. Sorry, yeah. Legends is our top show of the week. It was Ben and Terry's number one, my number two. I have to say that Supergirl is our number four because it is Ben's number four, my number four, and Terry's number three. So Supergirl comes in last. This is just a new thing you're doing, too. And I don't even know what Matthew you're doing over there, but it's... Well, I'm, I'm kind of working at a, I'm kind of working out a point system. I'm working out a point system, okay? Okay. And we can break it all down later, but you've got to go to the toilet. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, I think because of the uh, I think Arrow is our number 3 show of the week. Because of Terry, it's Terry's number 4, Ben's number 2 <laughs> and my number 1, and then Flash was uh, was 3, 2 and 3. And now I'm confusing my own math. We're going to have to check this. But All right, way. you check it and put <laughs> it up on the website. Put it up on the website. Okay, we're going to start keeping a tally. Hit up the Instagram. You can see the official list once we've done the mathematics. But, yeah, you can check us all out on uh, Get Into Geek, uh, socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to drop us a line, like I said earlier, clear up some problems that we have, tell us some more information, ask us some questions, whatever, getintogeek at gmail.com. Hit us up on our SoundCloud or iTunes accounts for all of our podcasts, everything we've got going on in the world of Get Into Geek. And... And uh, you can check out our website, getintogeek.com. And as I mentioned as well earlier, teasing toward our side project, which is Get Into Gate, which is uh, all about Stargate SG-1, if you're an old lover of that show like I am. So thank you, guys. You up We're to season, two down. up to season nine yet, where it gets good when Jack O'Neill's not in it? Oh. All righty, next week. <laughs> <laughs> Getintogeek.com.